0: Hi, this is Paul Taylor, one of the co-hosts of the Career Boosters podcast. Are you ready to supercharge your career? Introducing the Career Boosters, the podcast that'll take your professional journey to the next level. We've got the success secrets, the latest trends, and essential skills to propel your career forward. No matter where you are in your journey, we've got you covered. Your dream career is just one listen away. Let's make it happen. Hello and welcome, and we are your Career Booster podcast hosts with a combined 25 years of experience boosting the careers of thousands of students and industry professionals. Well, it's only taken five episodes to remember to answer the question some listeners could have of who are these people talking? Who are your Career Booster podcast hosts? Why did it take six episodes to tell you? We wanted to spend episode six talking about who we are and why you should care about what we have to say. So who are the people behind the mics? So I'm going to start. My name is Paul Taylor. When I think about talking about who I am and what I do, I can equate it to one thing. I'm a coach. I am the MBA career coaching and education lead for the Alberta School of Business's MBA program. We work as part of the career and work integrated learning team and One of the things that I am most proud of in my life is my ability to build relationships with people that are going to go on and do amazing things throughout their career. I've been working with MBA students for 10 years, building and fostering uh, interpersonal development, career methodologies, and really helping students achieve what I don't even think they thought was possible. Some of the things that motivate me and drive me to be a career coach are, you know, I look at things like altruism, being able to help people, affiliation, the the belonging and sense of, you know, community that, that you can have with being with great cohorts and great people. How did I get here? Uh, I was a recruiter before I came here. I was a recruiter who uh, placed people all the way from, you know, emptying porta potties in Fort McMurray up to helping run major mega million billion dollar companies. So I've recruited, placed and hired pretty much anybody you can think of. Um, And that ends up being a skill that a lot of MBA students like from the advising capacity. When it comes to Education and things like that. I I think that my education comes from the school of life, uh, but also comes from the school of coaching and comes from the school of psychology. Uh, The one that I want to focus on right now is I am a coach that... Um, Has gone through the rigorous training of the International Coaching Federation to getting uh, the ACC level of coaching experience and now sitting with thousands of hours of coaching experience and so uh, helping people take action. Outside of work, you know, I used one word to say who I was. I was a coach. Well, I love coaching sports. Uh, Sports are a big thing for me. I coach my daughter's soccer team, which is a super fun experience. I am a golfer, uh, a very bad competitive golfer, but a very good non-competitive golfer. I adore sneakers and shoes, uh, being someone who played basketball growing up. um, And I can share kind of a little bit of around why I like sneakers and what it is about sneakers. My dad was a basketball player. My dad and I used to watch Michael Jordan sitting on the couch, watching Michael Jordan play uh, the sport that we both loved. And when my dad passed away uh, almost nine years ago, I thought to myself, what could be a way that I could kind of remember him? And I think it's this, you know, the shoes on my feet help, help me go back to the moment of sitting on the couch, watching Michael Jordan win his, third, fourth, fifth championship trophy. So that's a little bit of who I am. My co-host, Tiffany, is here as well. So I'm going to turn it over to you. Tiffany, who are you?
1: Who am I? So I'm going to start off sounding a little bit like Paul in that I am uh, a coach. And the hashtag that I often use when I'm on social media is hashtag coach all the things. And so I am known as that person that friends often have come to throughout my life to ask questions and opinions of. I am someone who has ended up in a career of coaching and I am someone who has also taken that on in my personal life, uh, which for me is in the realm of cycling and I do a bit of coaching on the side. And so that word coach also encompasses a lot of what I do. But my career story is a little bit of a squiggly one, which is which is really interesting and I think is so indicative of careers today. They aren't linear. Uh, we don't follow one path anymore, and I certainly haven't. So my career started off staring into people's mouths. I was a dental assistant for the first six years of my life. And when I was out of high school and I went into dental assisting, I figured that was it. I had my one career. I had it all planned out. And the irony of life is that rarely does it work out the way we thought that we had planned it. And so I have squiggled my way through uh, at least four major career pivots in my career, five or six if you count some smaller pivots. And I have done everything from stare into people's mouths and and talk dentistry all day long to uh, starting some work in an administrative function, uh, which really gave me a springboard into human resources. The interesting part is that human resources was never on my radar. It wasn't anything that interested me. I hadn't considered it as a career path, but I, quote unquote, fell into it. Uh, And so a little bit of luck or however you might term that, but I started in HR about 13 years ago and have squiggled my way even through HR. And so I landed within a corporate setting of HR, having never worked corporately in my life, having never worked in an office tower in downtown Edmonton. And so it was a bit of a culture shock, but a really neat opportunity to sink or swim. So I have navigated through uh, different roles within HR, uh, one of them being recruitment. And so if you happen to have an HR friend in your life, you may have actually asked them to look at your resume because everybody seems to figure that if you work in HR, you know how to recruit uh, and that you know a thing or two about resumes. And so that was a common assumption. I've had many people in my life say the phrase, oh, you work in HR. Can you look at my resume? And that link and spending some time in recruitment really did create a skill set of supporting resumes, supporting career journeys, interviewing and being spending a lot of time with managers on the interviewer side of the table and evaluating hundreds of candidates that have come through. Truly, yes, did build that skill set within HR. But I was focused on HR operations. I love working within systems and spreadsheets. And my favorite spreadsheet function is a VLOOKUP. And most people look at me like I'm crazy and that I shouldn't know that working in HR. But that was my area of expertise. And at one point in my career, when I thought I kind of had it uh, all sort of figured out, life happened again and I found myself without a job. And so I was thrust two years ago into a really disruptive sort of time of my life that offered me a chance to reflect and choose where I was headed next. And so through a bunch of different points along the way, I have ended up in this coaching space, realizing I have actually been coaching for most of my life. And the beauty of life and the beauty of the unexpected is that it often offers opportunity that you couldn't have planned for on your own. And so there are many reasons why I am in this chair, which is a chair that looks very similar to Paul's when he talked about working with MBA students and supporting their career journey. The chair that I'm in, I couldn't have planned to be here but I am here and that's a similar experience I think of many of the students that we support is they didn't perhaps plan to be where they are right now, but here they are and they're now planning for the future and that is the space I love to sit in coaching is that space of I know that I want to be somewhere different than I am right now, but I don't know how to get there and that is the space of coaching that I support not only within MBA students, I support that with a private coaching practice as a certified coach, but I also support that uh, with cyclists. And so it's really neat to see a parallel between the people that I coach on a bike and people that I coach in life. And look at how whether somebody is on a bike and is tackling something really technical that scares them, or somebody that is looking at a career change and they're tackling something that scares them. I really enjoy the commonality in the space of supporting them, tackling that change, that fear, the unknown, and holding up a mirror to them so that they can truly see that they are capable and that they've got tool sets for it. And I'm just so blessed to have uh, had a career that supports offering that reflection and that mirror to other people i do a lot of cycling on my own i don't just coach i also cycle and so while paul can talk golf and shoes all day long i can talk cycling all day long and so i really enjoy the space of nature and being outside being with others uh, and challenging myself and i think that theme has kind of continued through my whole career so here i am and here we are both as coaches but very different paths to becoming a coach, um, and both really privileged to be supporting MBA students at the School of Business. Uh, which brings us to why we're here on this podcast. Why did we take the opportunity to take this combined 25 years of experience, to take this combined two different very lenses and experience sets to offer boosts to career professionals, to MBA students, to really anybody who's looking for a boost. Uh, And I'm going to point at Paul because this podcast idea started at... Paul. I'm pretty sure he was the first one to say, hey, we should do a podcast. So Paul, what brought you there till we should do a podcast?
0: Great question. I think that many years ago, I helped build what an MBA student goes through when it comes to a career curriculum, a career kind of management process, and a coaching process for our MBA students. Many people contributed to many different things, but what I thought was is why are just 20, 30, 40 people taking this kind of help, taking this curriculum and doing amazing things. Why does it just need to be for just a few people? And so I always thought like, how do you reach more and more people? Is it through a YouTube channel? Is it through different kind of aspects of social media? And I think I, I, I was told at a very young age that I have a voice for radio uh, some people have told me that I have a face for radio as well. So, but uh, uh, in all kidding aside, I think how can we leverage that? How can we share what we are learning? How can we take all of these numbers of years of experience and share it with not only MBA students who are currently here and hear from other students' perspectives and things like that? But I think how can we share and and get the message out in different ways? And to me, that was through a podcast. It was really easy. You know, when I thought about how how to approach this and how to build on this, I think I needed a partner in crime on this kind of crazy tilt-a-whirl of, uh, uh, of a podcast. And there have been great people that I've worked with, but I think that, you know, it seems that 2023, uh, post-COVID, the ability to kind of have the technology and to do this ourselves, I think was a very interesting process And then it was just, let's do it. And Tiffany was on board and here we are sitting here six episodes in hundreds of plays from people, which is amazing, uh, an audience that continues to grow. And so I think that the message we have, if we can share it with just even one more person, that's great. But let's try and see what we can do with many, many more people getting to share kind of the experience and the introspective journey that I believe that both of us fully, fully believe in that helps a career kind of take shape. And that's kind of the goal that I had.
1: And I know myself to be someone who needs somebody to have a big idea, Paul, uh, and then be super willing to run with it. I've done that in many different ways in my career. I'm not the person to come up with a big idea, but I am the person to make sure that that big idea hits the ground and, and, and is running. And I'm also the person to support someone who is really excited about a big idea and watching Paul talk about the podcast and why he was looking to do it and what he thought we could do with it uh triggered my own skill set of wanting to make sure that I could do whatever I did to could do to support that um I think about a time in my life where I was working with a bunch of women on bikes and we wanted to try racing and none of us had tried racing before and I in fact don't enjoy racing racing is not something that motivates me but it motivated them And so I was the person to make sure that we could, all of us, figure out how to do this uh, road cycling, racing thing, even though I didn't enjoy it. I enjoyed motivating people. And I think for me, this was no different. However, what I'm finding is I, in fact, enjoy podcasting. (laughs) It's not that I don't enjoy this. I really do. And I think I'm shocked a bit at at how much I do enjoy it. Uh, But it really was seeing the light in Paul's eyes and seeing the opportunity to support people in another way. And I think that fed both my value set and my skill set to just make sure we can make it happen. And here we are.
0: I think it's pretty interesting and unique to be able to step out of your comfort zone, but also to be aware that you're stepping out of your comfort zone and talk about the experience of stepping out of your comfort zone. I had no idea what Audacity was, which is the tool that we use to edit the the program, I thought I could just come on and speak. And lo and behold, I need actually like a little script or some talking points to be able to go through. And so we are, we are. the the term that comes to mind is out over our skis a little bit, but I think we're making it down the mountain. And I think that uh, we're learning along the way, we'll be making changes as we get different pieces of feedback. And as we know what we like and don't like, and the vulnerable state of being out of our comfort zone is a beautiful place to be and it doesn't have to be as scary as it kind of sometimes seems.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think we really are taking a dose of our own medicine when we tell students to just try. If you don't know where you're going, just try. Try some things, fail at some things, do mediocrely at some things, and knock some other things out of the park. And so we really truly do subscribe to that and here we are trying.
0: So Tiffany, with both of us having many, many hours of coaching experience and many hours of this kind of career development experience, we get the question all the time, what is a coach? So I'll ask you a question. To you, what is a coach?
1: A coach is someone who empowers through questions. And so because I can often wear an HR hat, there's an assumption that if you're working with me that somewhere along the way, I'm going to offer advice. And perhaps that advice, perhaps that advice might have an HR flavor. And in fact, that's the wrong assumption. The assumption is that a coach is someone who is listening and doing a fraction of the talking. And at the end of the day, is supporting the growth of someone else. I don't know, Paul, how would you describe it?
0: I look at coaching very similarly. I look at coaching as someone that is a listener, somebody that is curious, somebody that is wanting to help people move forward and take action. For me, it's about seeing growth and it's about acknowledging the growth, being a great cheerleader of someone. Being able to sit in the weeds with people and ask questions to maneuver our way through the weeds and then have great excitement at the end of of the coaching experience because of the growth, the multi-dimension of learning that they've made and really just to help people. Thinking partner. I I mean, I'm very similar to you. I was a recruiter before I did this. So, you know, how do I get a job? How do I build my resume? How do I do these things? Can that, can I answer that question? Of course I can. I have thousands of interviews under my belt and hundreds of thousands of resumes I've seen. Sure. But I think there's so much more power to the coaching conversations than there are to the advising conversations that we have. Mm -hmm. And I think what I take from it is a pure motivation of, altruism and and wanting to be with people but also wanting to help others and uh, really help others accomplish what they never thought they could accomplish and just through asking a simple question
1: and if you and I do our coaching jobs right in my mind what I see is a mirror and so when we hold up a mirror to the person that we're working with they should see themselves they shouldn't see us even though we're the ones holding the mirror
0: I, tr- I truly believe that each person has the answers they're looking for inside of them and they just need somebody to help pull them out. And if they don't have the answers, that's maybe where we can put the different hat on and say, how can even ask a question? How can you find those answers? Right. Have you thought about something like this? Um, and I think that's the, the fun game that we get to play as coaches is, you know, at this moment, I'm using this kind of hat and the next moment i could be changing hats and and going back to coach coach mode and and going from there and and there's so many different ways to coach but i think when i think about coaches they're listeners they're reflecting back what they're hearing and they're just very curious people
1: so where are we headed paul do we know where we are pointing this ship
0: i think that um careers, like you had said, are not linear. They are career jungle gyms. They are playgrounds where we're up and down and all over the place. And I think as 2023 continues to go ahead, we have things like artificial intelligence. We have uh, new ways to communicate with people, talk with people, things like that. And I think where are we headed? I, I have no idea. I think that I think about, for me, it's what's the next step? And for me, the next step is I want more students involved in the conversation. I want to share the messages that we have been working on so hard to define and, and understand how people can utilize understanding things like your values or your strengths and how that can help you through your career understanding what's kind of story you're telling story you're telling others but maybe the story you're telling yourself and i think that so where are we headed i think in a in a very forward moving place i think we're headed in a place of discovery with people that is really exciting uh the next generation of workers are coming up and they're going to be doing things that we have no idea of but i think What we can do is be curious and listen, uh, reflect back what we're hearing and help help other people achieve uh, great things.
1: I would agree. And I would underpin that with we are headed in an area of growth for ourselves. I think you and I are very focused on helping and supporting the growth of others. But we are also very focused on growing ourselves and making sure that we continue to stay just on the edge of our comfort zone so that we are also growing and I think this podcast is is just that and I think it also offers the opportunity for us to continue to grow within this podcast in a myriad of different ways and so while we don't quite know where that's going to take us perhaps uh, personally and professionally I would say it's always with a lens of how can we continue to grow and develop
0: I would agree I uh I can't wait for the Athletic Greens and the Better Help to reach out to us and want to advertise <laughs> on our podcast so uh all humor mm-hmm. aside I think that uh I see growth in in this message getting out to the world and I think we we work with so many really unique and interesting people and as far as I know this is one of the first initiatives uh for podcasting that you know a school like this has kind of endeavored into and i think being on the front line and being kind of an early adopter and a person willing to try things you know you are going to stumble and fall but you're also going to see great success where you may not see it and so if athletic greens or better wants to advertise with us they can for sure get in contact with us but uh we we want to share the great learnings we've had and you made a really interesting point about us being on the edge of uncertainty and out of our comfort zone for me I'm still learning a ton about myself and and as a mid-career mid-life type of person that's exciting but scary at the same time and I I hope that we can help students activate that sooner because uh, if you activate that sooner imagine what you're going to be capable of when you reach kind of the mid-career that that we're kind of at.
1: So why don't we put ourselves through what we put our guests through and head into our lightning round and see if we can in fact keep it on the lightning side. Uh, It might be a bit of a challenge. You and I are great talkers and great wingers. So let's let's give our thoughts on the three questions that we ask each of our guests uh, at the end of each episode.
0: So Tiffany, I'm gonna start with you. What part of your career story gave you the biggest boost?
1: I think the biggest boost that I have received is the ability to connect with others without an end game in mind. Simply connecting has opened so many doors. I can't even begin to explain how many, but it has started with a genuine connection.
0: The part of the star- the part of my career story that gave me the biggest boost. I didn't realize it till very recently. Actually, maybe a few years ago. At the age of 18, I was supposed to go play golf at a school, and I didn't do it. And now I think back of where I'm at now, and it was one of the best decisions I've
1: ever made. What about the thing that we wish we had learned sooner? It's on your list, Paul. This
0: one's an easy one for me. I think that the thing I wish I would have learned sooner is the value of being curious and asking amazing questions.
1: I think I had wished I had learned sooner that I can be talented at competing skill sets.
0: Last question, how are you, Tiffany, gonna focus on service of others in the coming week?
1: For me, I am going to get together with a group of women that I have coached on road bikes all summer. And we are going to have an end-of-season wrap-up dinner. And for me, that is a service of community.
0: And for me, I feel like service is an easy thing for us to talk about. We're coaches. We're in service of people every day, all day long. I have two things. The first one, I can't wait for more and more meetings. So in the next week, I probably have 15 meetings with, with students. And so I'm constantly in service, but I'm going to take an active I'm going to sit in this moment with these students and be in service of them and ask them great questions. Then the second one, uh, we're warming up for our new indoor soccer season. And I think I can't wait to ask these these young women that I coach just how life is going and, and check in with each and every one of them. Because I think it's very important for people to feel heard and feel seen. And especially for young women growing up through sport and school and all of those things and just checking in with them. So that's all we have. Hopefully you learned a little bit about Tiffany and a little bit about Paul. If you have more questions, feel free to reach out to us. We hope that this podcast is enjoyable for you and you get to see maybe a little bit of yourself in other people and and embrace your story. We don't have any key takeaways today because we just talked about ourselves, but I guess the one key takeaway is embrace your story, learn your story, and think about how the story can kind of morph and and turn into something fabulous. And we can't wait to hear what that fabulous looks like.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Career Boosters podcast. Looking for more insights to elevate your professional, personal, and career growth? We've got the boost you need. Join myself and Paul next time for more actionable advice and real-world stories. And remember, subscribe wherever you enjoy podcasts, ensuring you catch every tip and tactic to boost your career journey. See you next time.